Hey, you found us. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast. I'm Ben Glixman with my tag team partner, Matt Story. And, and Matt, I was wrong. I thought we would not just not cover the 35-point spread. I thought we would not score. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, too. I mean, I think uh, I think I said 56-7, and you said 66-3, um, yeah. if I remember right. Because I yeah. remember I thought mine was crazy uh, lopsided. Not crazy but crazy lopsided. Um, and then you you went deeper, and I thought, wow, well, maybe I'm optimistic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, hey, let's start with this. It's still a loss. Yeah. Um, so and, ASU you know, fell 42-28 to the Trojans at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a loss. You're 1-3, you're and three, you're 0-1. That's not great. Um, but it was an inspired performance. It, it was... Uh, it was very different than what we saw last week. Um, you know, you you said last week uh, one of the things you asked was like, do you think you have to like start to play like Herb Sendek era basketball? Um, mm-hmm. In a way, they kind of did, but not in the same like let's just boring up the game. It was more of like a hey, whatever we could do, let's yeah. throw it all out there, and and you know I. I appreciate it. Like mm-hmm. we're trying to win. A, yeah, it was an effort that was like, "Hey, we know we're not as good. Uh, we know we're going to have to, to you know, really trick this game up to have a chance." And we gave ourselves a chance. I mean, with with uh, we scored a touchdown with uh, what ten minutes to go to get within seven. Um, you mm-hmm. know, ultimately didn't win, uh, but it, it's it's the type of performance that at least makes me think. There might be another win somewhere in this season. Uh, you know, like, I don't know for sure. It's not going to be easy, but it, it's certainly, I have a little bit more confidence than I did seven days ago when we talked. Yeah, so for the Devils, the you know, some of the things they did in terms of tricking up the game, they did a running back punt from a Wildcat on fourth down, forcing no one back deep. Scadaboo. <laughs> You know, best punt of the day. Also, 111 yards rushing, 50-some-odd yard touchdown catch as well. Yeah, had a a throw on a fake punt that wasn't even called, uh, apparently. You know, that was an improvised play on the field between him and Elijah Badger to to convert a fake punt in the second quarter. Um, So, yeah, Scadaboo was was the, you know, the star of the game from the ASU perspective. He was all over, uh, you know, running out of the wildcat, running as a traditional running back, passing, receiving, uh, he was great. I mean, you know, like, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't enough, but it's, again, you know, the, what I take out of last night was like, Hey, there's, there's some fire still in there. And he was a big reason for it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think if you are Kenny Dillingham, you're looking at this and you're saying, okay, this effort can win us two, three games this season, you know? Yeah, I think there's a chance at least, yeah, yeah, you know? Um, I mean, you know, uh, we'll see, we'll see. But, uh, but you know, I, I think there's enough there that, you know, they they could potentially, and, you know, it kind of starts with this week, um, uh, you know, that, that there's, there's a chance there to pick up a win or two, um, you know, maybe Colorado, at home, uh, you know, I know they've, you know, we can, we could discuss them a bit, uh, you know, later on, but 
you know, they, they got humbled a bit um, yesterday. And it's like, well, okay, you know, look, I, we're not going to win six games. Um, not that that would matter anyway, uh, yeah. you know, but, but, you know, can we win? Like, in some ways, maybe the goal is simply to improve on last year. You know, yeah. set that as the goal. You won three last year, but you win four. Um, it's still unlikely, I would say, given the quality of the competition we have in front of us. And, you know, just the uphill battle that we're going to have every game. We're just, yeah. you know, we don't have much talent. We're injured. Um, I mean, it's going to take a performance like last night. But gives you hope. Yeah, one can hope. Um, I do think one of the things that's going to be interesting is, are we going to go back to Bourget? Is Pine is it Pine's job now? Um, he look, it was not the world's greatest game. Twenty-one of thirty-six for two twenty-one, two touchdowns and a pick, and one of those touchdowns, of course, was mostly Scadaboo uh, on the catch, breaking two tackles and going for a touchdown. Um, yeah, yeah, no, his, the passing game was shaky. Yeah, the, the numbers actually make it look better than it was. Because yeah. you're right, the Scadaboo, you know, and then a couple of, couple of down-the-field throws, the Badger touchdown, and then he had a good throw, uh, maybe a 25-30 yarder to, to uh, Conyers, um, you know. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, this is a cop-out answer to your question, but given what we've just been talking about, how we have, might have to just muck it up, like maybe you play both. Yeah, and, you know, like why not? Like throw everything out there. Maybe you don't need to say like, okay, this is our quarterback. Like maybe, maybe you play both. Maybe Borgay, you know, if he's if he's healthy, you know, you can use his running ability. He's a better runner. Pine's not much of a runner. You know, there yeah. were a couple times he had room last night. And it's like the the room closed quickly because he's not a very good runner. Uh, you know, so it, it's uh, you know. Again, it's going to be a little messy, so why not? Why not use both of them if if Borgay's healthy, which I I don't know. Who knows? He wasn't out there at all last night. I didn't see him dressed at all. Um, so who knows when he's ready? Yeah. Um, I will say the, you know, I was also happy with the aggression on the going on sides. Um, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a great. It didn't work. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. a great no, onside kick. But I it agree. Was... I mean, it, he coached that game the way that you and I discuss sometimes when you're outmatched. Yeah, you know, we've had conversations in the past playing some of the really good Oregon teams or some of the really good SC teams, and yeah, I was like, well, what you know, you know, you've even I remember many times you've even said, you know, do you, do you start out with an onside kick? Well, he didn't start out with one, but you know, uh, off a field goal, down four, you know, like. Why not? You know, the fake punt, again, apparently wasn't called. But, but he hey, gave them the freedom it. to do it. I exactly. mean, clearly, yeah. you don't you don't freelance a fake punt as a running back throwing a pass right. without at least there having been a discussion that you can make that call. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it was... Uh, now, I, I think we should also probably, like, acknowledge that USC did not play well. No. Um, I the mean, fumble you know, Taylor, that led to our first touchdown. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know, a fumble, they, they nearly fumbled the kickoff return right after that. The guy was down. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, they scored a touchdown in the third quarter. They got called back for offensive pass interference. They, you know, they, they you know, Caleb Williams, uh, Caleb Williams is a heck of a player, but, man, he, 
he loves to just sit back there and run around and it, he works himself into some sacks as a result. Yeah. Um, you know, he's one of those that like, you know, it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm looking ahead, but like when he gets to the NFL, how much freedom does the coach give him? Because he loves to, you know, run around and improvise and all that. Like certain coaches are not going to probably react kindly to that. Be, be curious to see how that goes. But but, uh, you know, I mean, look, he, he had, you know, three touchdown passes, two touchdown runs. He was good. Marshawn Lloyd ran it well on us. But, boy, they had a lot of penalties. They had turnovers. They had, uh, you know, drives that bogged down inside the 10 or 15. Like, not a great night for them. Um, probably, you know, it's, I mean, it's hindsight, but probably could have seen it coming. That, you know, by week – they're, they go on the road for the first time and they are playing a team that's, you know, just got shut out by Fresno State. That's an easy one to kind of like, uh, yeah, we're, we're really preparing hard. And like, you know, you're maybe not preparing as hard as you normally would. Um, they found a way to win, but certainly were overly impressive in doing so. Yeah. No, I, I think for the Devils, the takeaway is we've done a lot in this game that as a fan, you're like, we're trying. Kenny, yeah. Kenny hasn't quit on the team. The team hasn't quit on Kenny. And, right. and that's right. what you want. I mean, it's early in the year for that to happen, but it is, but, but you know, it is sort of, you know, I didn't, I didn't word it that way, but that's a good way to say it. I, that's what I feared, you know, last week where I talked about like, man, if you go one and 11 and we still could, I mean, acknowledge that we, we still could potentially go one and 11, but is there scar tissue from that? That's just impossible to overcome or, or difficult to overcome. Maybe not impossible. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, again, it's one game and it was a sellout crowd and you're at home and all that. So, you know, the key will be, can you keep that sort of fighting spirit that sort of do everything we can to claw and scratch and battle, you know, on the road, can you do it against lesser opponents, you know, that, that aren't going to be sellout crowds? I mean, that very likely could be our only sellout crowd of the year, maybe Arizona, but maybe not. Um, you know, when you're, when you're at home against Washington state, a really good team, by the way. Uh, but you know, Mm -hmm. do you have that same inspired effort? We'll, we'll see, but it it was nice to see last night. At least I agree. Well, I do. I do want to talk a little bit about Washington State. I don't know if you saw the post game comments from Jake Dickert about. I uh, did. You know, I think he's absolutely right. And and one of the things that I think is implicit in what he said about you know Lee Corso made a comment yeah. on ESPN on game day about the nobody watches bowl between Washington State and Oregon State, and it's like those were two ranked schools. Yeah, and I the the to implicit. Be, to be fair to Lee Corso, I, I mean it was a joke. Well, you know, like it was a joke, and he was almost like like it's difficult with Corso because he doesn't say much anymore. So you're kind of reading between the lines. But I saw, I mean, I watched it live. I saw yeah. it, and I I took it more as not him insulting them, but necessarily a little bit of this like you know, oh, woe is the Pac-12. It's horrible that no one cares about these teams. And it's like, well, I mean, and it's not Lee Corso's fault. I'm going to say it, but you know, it is in some ways ESPN's fault. It is ESPN's you know? fault. Well, and I think and, that and, was that was part of Dickert's comment. He made a, a couple things. One, he he said he said the thing that no one's allowed to say, which is Corso is just reading. Like Lee Corso yeah. didn't write that joke. 
No, probably not. You know, yeah. he's yeah. just no, making I mean, it, you know. But, that's true, yes. But yes. then, it, so that goes to the broader point, though, of this is ESPN made that joke. ESPN's the one who effectively, you know, put their thumb on the scale along with Fox and CBS uh, yeah. about yeah, killing yeah. the conference. And, and, you know, Dickert made the point about how is it good for the student-athletes to be traveling all over the country? He talked about mental yeah. health, but I'll, I'll, I'll go a different way. What is the value to the student athletes of making that joke? It's not the kids who play for Washington State and Oregon State who are two top 25 teams going at it, both at the time, I think, had a legit shot to win the conference. Yeah. Um, and, and still potentially do. I mean, you know, an Oregon State loss, but, you yeah. know, it was a great game. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm with you. And I just, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, just because you can make that joke. And, you know, you might get a cheap laugh. Is it? Yeah. You know, you know, and so here's what's interesting. I watched the beginning of game day two toward the beginning and McAfee's on and, you know, McAfee went on a longer spiel. They were talking about, you know, all the Pac-12 games basically that day, you know, kind of going through and, you know, and he's talking about like, you know, man, you know, I don't remember the exact wording, but, you know, oh, it's such a shame that, you know, that you know, they couldn't. How could this conference not get a TV deal? It's so entertaining. And again, I realize Pat McAfee and Lee Corso and you know the people on the game day set are not in the boardroom saying, "Here's what we should pay the Pac-12." And but at the same time, like you got to be aware that like you and your competing network, Fox, are the reason that the Pac-12 is dissolving. Yeah. Now there were other mistakes. You know, Larry Scott and George Klyavkov, and you know, I'm not yeah. saying it's just them. But if this conference was so freaking amazing and everybody and, and I heard some Fox people, I was watching the game on Fox. Or I don't know which one it was, you know, yeah. they had all the day Pac-12 like, on Fox. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, well, you know, I, you, you could have kept it together if you were willing to pony up. I mean, you know, we could be seeing uh, USC and and, you know, Stanford again and USC come to ASU and. Washington play Colorado and Oregon play Colorado. I mean, that was, a, you know, it garnered a lot of attention yesterday, that game. They won't meet again. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that'd be spicy if they were to meet again next year in Colorado, right? Yeah. They're not going to. So, you know, the TV networks could have stepped up and made this happen. And again, I don't blame Pat McAfee. I mean, I'm not, a, not the biggest Pat McAfee fan in general. I'm not yeah. going to blame him for the fact that ESPN didn't pony up the dough. But, like, at least be aware of it. At least say, you know, like, hey, uh, uh, you know, our our employer is a reason why. And maybe he is aware of it and couldn't say it. Whatever. But mm-hmm. I agree. You know, I mean, it, I agree with the Washington State coach. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't know that there's a – I mean, there isn't an answer. What's done is done. Yeah. The conference is gone after this year. Uh, it may take on some – you know, renewed form with those two in the Mountain West or something like that. But, you know, what we've grown to know and love is, is gone. Yeah. Um, back to ASU. So uh, I think there's a lot of things to build on here. They take on Cal next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. That That's Which, a potential winnable game. I feel like it's, I mean, I you know, even as bad as, as last week's feeling was, I – I said I felt like, you know, Cal and Arizona were probably the games that, that you know, looked the most potentially winnable. Still feel that way. Uh, I mean, Cal's got some quarterback troubles just like us. They've played a couple. They've, you know, they've both been banged up. They've been 
hit or miss effective. Uh, their defense doesn't appear to be as good as, you know, maybe it's been in the past. They gave up 50-plus last night to Washington. Granted, mm-hmm. Washington, I think, is really, really good. But, uh, you know, still, like, they don't look dominant defensively. So, yeah, it, it does feel like this one and, and maybe home to Colorado, maybe, which mm-hmm. is right after, like, if you're gonna if you're gonna steal one, this might be the two week window to steal one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about Colorado. Like, you know, they have been better than expected, but you know, uh, they also since the TCU game, like Nebraska's not any good. Colorado State stinks, and they should have lost to them. Um, mm-hmm. They got housed yesterday, uh, you know, against a quality opponent. So, and there's no Travis Hunter. Yeah. It's obviously a big part of what they do both ways. So, you know, is that game winnable? Eh, I, that's the best, mm-hmm. best I could say. I, I, I'm not going to say I think we'll win, but I'm going to say it's at least possible. I mean, I don't think we'll be five touchdown underdogs. No, no. Uh, you know, I, again, I, I just like, I mean, I thought it, you know, when I woke up this morning, I was like, you know, this is this is major college football. I don't want it to feel like, you know, little league where it's like you know oh pat on the back you know have some have some post-game snacks because you played hard but at the same time it, it is nice that they played hard yeah you know and, and it's just nice that there was a inspired plan um effort probably wasn't the problem against fresno state I, you know i don't think it was yeah. poor effort it's just like what well, it was uh, when it was the thing that you hear you know like they talked about it in the replacements but I think it's true. It, it was kind of quicksand. One thing went wrong, then another thing yeah. went wrong, then we're on our yeah, four-string exactly. quarterback. Right, and, right. And you yeah. get behind, and, 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 you know, yeah, it just starts to spiral. And, and last night, you know, you had some momentum. Like, you, you know, I, I mean, early on, the very first drive, USC got backed up into, like, third and 20, and they converted it. And I even, as I'm sitting there, I even thought, like, well, is that it? Did, you know, did we just, yeah. you know lose our best chance to have any momentum. But, you know, we got the turnover and we scored a touchdown off it. And, and, and you know, and it just like we stayed with the game all the way to the end. And and so there is a, uh, a feeling of at least, you know, like, as you said earlier, you know, we tried. And I, and I know that sounds, you know, out of context, that sounds pitiful. We'd be like, well, great, you tried. But uh, that's what it's got to be this year. Uh, you know, that's the only way we're going to win games is to really, you know, try everything and anything. And yeah. we did that last night. We didn't leave any stone unturned. And, yeah. and we just have to keep doing it now to, to pull off a win or two. And this week might be the one to do it. It it does feel like a whole new coaching staff, but one thing that has not changed is we, we are a, a one-back team. And it's like our yeah. our offense is just that guy needs to be good, and and that's yeah. the key. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I remember the spring game. You know, I went to that for just a little bit, and I and I saw you know him, and obviously I didn't know much about him at all. He's new to the team, and and I remember thinking like, boy, this guy's got some, he's got some pop, you know. Like, seems like he's tough, and he, you know, and and last night was the same thing. It's like, man, he gets everything that's there. Yeah, and we've had running backs in the past that are good. But it's like, you know, man, you know, boy, I wish they would just, you know, if there's five yards to get, get five. Yeah. Don't lose two in the name of getting 12. Yeah. This guy's not that. Like, he, you know, he gets what's there, 
and and then some sometimes. And like, yeah, I mean, feels huge that he stays healthy. Well, that I mean, because that, we just don't have any depth. It feels like. I think the touchdown catch was the prime example of that. Like, it's fourth down. Yeah. And he's gonna pick up the first down. Uh, you know, he makes the move to pick up the first down, but he breaks right. that tackle. Then there's another guy, and he should have gone down, but that was incredible balance to, right, to spin right, out yes, and maintain yes, his feet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know. No, he looks like a player, you know, and, and and you just hope to you hope to have a few of those. And again, it's going to be a rough season. We're going to lose more than we win. I think that's pretty obvious. But, you know, you want to you come out of this year, no matter what the record is, feeling like you've made progress because we, we didn't come out of last year feeling that way, you know, like with the coaching change and everything, you know, like, yeah, you felt good about the coaching change, but you know, the season itself was just spinning our wheels. Yes. You want to feel like this season is accomplishing something, setting a foundation for 2024, 25 and there on. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, for the Cal game, there's not a line yet, uh, but it's at Cal, and it's early. It's an early game, earlier than any game we've played all season. Yeah, what time does it start? Uh, 2 Central, so noon. Okay, interesting. It's Pac-12 net, right? Of course. Yes, yes, you yes. Can't, you can't put a game like this on something that anyone can no, see. Yeah, I mean, I can't blame it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've got... I mean, you went into yesterday with eight ranked teams. They won't have eight ranked teams this week, but but uh, yeah, you, you know, you're going to put those teams on on TV. So I I get it. Um, yeah. I, well, what do you think? I've got my thoughts, but go I ahead. I don't think we're going to win, but I think it'll be a close game. Okay. Uh, so I'm picking us to lose, but a a twenty one seventeen game. Okay. Okay. Well, now, it should be noted that we are recording this Sunday morning after the game and feeling, you know, pretty good about things in general, status of things, even in spite of a loss. I'm noting that because, you know, my emotion might be impacting this pick. But, I, you know, I'm going to pick us to win. What the heck? Uh, You know, I, I don't think it'll be pretty. I don't think we'll, you know... I think I think uh, I don't even know how we get to this final number, but I think this is how we're going to win a game. It's going to be like twenty-five to twenty. We're yeah. going to go for two. We're going to get a safety. We're going to do something. I, that's how it's. We're we're not going to win a game like thirty-five to fourteen. But that's that's way too pretty for this team. Like we're going to have to win with some random number. Yeah. So I'll say it. I know I said that, you know, the Oklahoma State game would probably be the last time I picked us to win all year. It probably still should be. I'll admit that, you know, if we had this conversation on Wednesday night, I might change my pick. But, you know, we're in the immediate afterglow of a surprisingly inspired performance. I'm going to go with a win. I hope you're right. I would love it. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, I just, I guess it's my thought, too, of like, if I'm going to pick us to win again, or if we're going to win again, maybe more importantly than my own pick, I I feel like this is the chance, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, know, it's I, this, it's catching someone napping, yes, and it's Arizona. Yes. Which we probably did last night. I mean, again, yeah. I think to be 
fair to the whole situation, we did not get USC's best performance. Um, and, and so is that possible? Sure. I think it definitely, when you have a conference that has this many good teams that, you know, I, I don't know who Oregon has before us, but you know, that maybe, you know, Oregon in November, like, you know, oh, they got Oregon state the next week and they got, you know, like, do you, do you catch them in a, in a, you know, slacking off type week? Maybe you catch Washington state in that, you know, end of October, you know, who knows, maybe. Um, I, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think you're right. That's probably our, our best hope is a, um, you know, oh boy, that team did not take us seriously. And we, we surprised them. Almost happened last night. It's got to be that kind of recipe. Well, and it's what happened last year with the Huskies. I, I think it's yeah. just a, yeah. like, look, it, it happens in it major college football. Like, like you like to say, all of our guys are on scholarship too. So. Right, right, right. And that, I mean, in some ways that is the beauty of, you know, when, when we have these discussions about like a college football premier league or whatever they call it, like that, that loses the fact of like games like this, where the heavyweight, you know, still has to show up and play. Like in some ways that's the magic of college football. You don't want that. Watch the NFL, you know, the NFL, there's only 32 teams. They all have the same salary cap. They all, you know, but you know, it's like, I, I like those type games last weekend. Didn't have a lot of marquee games. But, you know, Florida State got threatened by Boston College. It was tough. Georgia had a tough time with South Carolina. It's like those are the games that make college football fun. And sometimes those teams actually win. And, and yeah, that's that's got to be our recipe this year. It's like, oh, boy, you know, number 15 Oregon came into Tempe. And what happened? They didn't play very well and they lost. Like, hey, maybe that's it. What's the movie? Uh, is it super bad? You know, we can we can be that mistake. Yeah. That that might be ASU this year. We uh, we didn't talk about it before, but uh, on marquee games, former Sun Devil Chip Trainum with the rushing touchdown. Oh man, it was no. a big day for former Sun Devils. Yeah, uh, yeah, Chip Trainum with the with the game winner, and then uh, Mike Norvell, who we've discussed yeah. already this year with the. I mean, probably the two biggest wins of the day yesterday were Florida State winning at Clemson and Ohio State winning at Notre Dame, and they they both uh, you know some ASU roots there. So yeah, that Ohio State game. I mean, I I admit I pulled it up on my phone and watched the final drive before the you know as the ASU game was in the final moments of pregame. I was watching that and mm-hmm. captivated by it. Great great game. Uh, you know, wanted Notre Dame to win as a Notre Dame fan. Seeing Ohio State later this year, though, I somewhat was a little bit like, well, okay, if they go in undefeated, I wouldn't hate that. So just, just you know, enjoyed the, the uh, atmosphere as that game came down the stretch. Yeah, just a very good game for, it was. from both it was. teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, gutsy drive by Kyle McCord. A lot of he's got some doubters and, mm-hmm. you know, didn't answer them all. But, you know, made, the, the, you know, fourth and seventh row third and 19 where he had to get the first down If you come up short time runs out um you know made two big throws there and and you know it's the type of performance that gets the people up your back gets people to stop saying oh if only we still had cj stroud or if only you were as good as justin fields or whatever it's like hey maybe maybe this guy you know has the has the mustard too yeah he he hit some big throws and obviously we saw um you know, Marvin Harrison went out and came back. I'm sure every NFL yeah. team with a top five pick was holding their breath. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, I was glad to see him come back. Hope he's they got a bye week this week, so that you know the the timing is seems good for that. And we'll see, you know, what that ends up being. But but uh, yeah, yeah, great game. I mean, uh, just a you know classic environment. There's there's uh, you know Notre Dame Stadium is just one of those games. I remember the old five USC game. Uh, I remember Florida State playing them one year a few years back, you know, way back to the to the game of the century with Charlie Ward in '93. Obviously, like great venue for a big time game, and that that game certainly delivered. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it was a great one and, and a, a big time win for Florida State. Uh, you know, like that's Clemson. You know, has slipped a bit from their perch, but they're still the king of the ACC, and so that's a that's a significant win for Florida State to. You know, a step. They're not there yet, but a step in the journey to knocking Clemson out of that role and taking it over themselves. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, huge, huge win for Mike Norvell for his coaching career. Yes, yes. I mean, like, if you just judge on this year alone, and I'm not saying you should, uh, but, you know, what they've done so far this year, to me, Florida State should be ranked number one. I don't know that they're the best team in the country. But, yeah. you know, if we if we take away just the feeling of like, oh, George is really good. And they probably are, but we haven't really seen him do much yet. Uh, I mean, Florida State with a, a dominant neutral site win over LSU and then a gritty road win where really they didn't play great, but they still found a way to win at Clemson. They've also got another ACC road win at BC. Like, uh, tough to say anybody's got a better four-week resume than them so far. No, I agree. Um. It will be interesting now for the Pac-12. The hype, I think, is going to come back to earth a little bit, although Oregon beating Colorado. Colorado shouldn't be the bellwether for the hype of the conference. It should not. It should not. Um, No, no. I mean, uh, yeah, Oregon, you know, I I didn't expect Oregon's defense to be real good, and I'm still not sure they're great, but maybe they are, and that, that certainly would make it interesting if they have a big time defense to go along with an explosive offense, it's like maybe they're more of a threat than I thought. I picked them to go eight and four, I think. And I, at this point, I'd probably want that back. Um, and yet, you know, and maybe this is kind of where you're headed too. Like now these teams are going to start to play each other. Right. And, and so does, you know, can one or two really emerge as contenders? That's kind of what, I mean, like it's tough to say that's what the conference needs because the conference is going to cease to exist after this year. But you know, to to actually like get over the hump this year, it feels like you know you need you need one or two to really separate. Yeah, we you need can't Washington have a... and Oregon or Washington USC or whoever to to win. You know, to both be eleven and one going into that conference title game. Yeah, w- what we can't have is a couple of nine and three teams edging out a number of eight and four teams. Exactly. Exactly. Where you know, oh well. You know, USC is ten and two, but Washington's nine and three, and they beat them. And Oregon's nine and three, and they beat Washington. And you know, and you end up with with your conference title game is number eight versus number eleven. And it's like, well, another year without anybody in the playoff, mm-hmm. and that's certainly possible given the depth. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, I mean, I've mentioned USC, Oregon, Washington, but Washington State, who we talked about, appears to be really good. Uh, Utah. We haven't Utah mentioned Utah once, great. but man, their defense is is great again. And if that offense gets healthy, they got a ton of injuries right now. Guys coming back from last year and guys that are already injured this year. But if they get healthy, like 
man, they, they've won the conference the last two years. They sure could again. Mm-hmm. And Oregon State, I'm not ready to not ready to write them off yet, even though they lost yesterday. It's it's one road loss. Like they, they could bounce back from that. So yeah, I mean there's six teams right there. UCLA had a rough day yesterday offensively, but you know, appears to be better on defense. Freshman well, and quarterback that, that you would think it's better, like they might be a team to watch too. Well, and that statement of a rough day on offense, that might be just what happens when everyone plays Utah. It like, might be. You yeah. Just... yeah. 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 I mean, so yeah, that's gonna be the fascinating thing is I, I feel like, you know, I feel like there are six or seven top twenty five teams. I'm not sure Colorado's a top twenty five team. I think they got overrated based on hype and, and the TCU win. Um, but you know, if you throw UCLA in there with those other six we talked about, but then again, you know, like somebody's got to lose when these teams play. Mm-hmm. And, and so you need, you almost need like UCLA to, to go six and six, yeah. and it, you know, but like you, you need them to lose all the games against Washington state, USC, Washington, Utah, it, well, they lost to Utah already, but you know, that type of thing. So that a couple of teams can go 11 and one. Yeah. Because that's how you get a team in the playoff, I think, is, you know, two of them are 11 and one, eight and one in conference. And your winner of the play, your winner of your title game is 12 and one, nine and one. Like, that's probably a playoff team, given how good this conference is this year. Yeah, Ab- absolutely. So, again, it's it's I feel weird in some ways having that discussion. because It's like, well, what is, you know, what does it mean? Big picture for this 12 team conference? Nothing. Uh, you know, ten of them are headed to other conferences next year. But still, it'd be nice to it'd be nice to end that drought before the conference ends, right? Like, yeah. it'd be nice to get a team in the playoff just to feel like you know, all right, we ended on a high note. Yeah, agreed. Um, well, look, we'll be back. We're going to talk about that Cal game. Uh, but until next time, he's Matt. I'm Ben. It's the Ben and Matt Sportscast.